There we go. All right, we did it. First try. Look at us. So successful. So proud of us. I know. And so speaking of to... us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what? I was up. queuing you up. Welcome okay, to yeah, do it again. two four. <laughs> okay, now do it again. I'm taking a sip of my tea. Welcome to two four one story cafe, the place where dreams get cut off. <laughs> I, I did not approve this message. This is not the tagline I wanted. <laughs> uh, All I right, cut you off, but. You should have cut me off. But anyways, it is 241 Story Cafe, and it this is our new podcast. Starring. Um, starring me, uh, Celeste. I go by Celeste online, or Liz, and... Uh, Donda, Terra, or Gundam. I'm okay with either one. Sometimes occasionally called Gum Gum. Mm-hmm. My nickname mm -hmm. is my name. All right, and this podcast is basically, uh, just to get into it, it's a bookish podcast. Um, just kind of had this idea for it going in. Um, I do a lot of like book reviews and reading on the side and things like that. It's like one of my like big hobbies. So I uh, kind of just asked you out of out of the blue one day. I was just like, hey, you know what? I got this idea. What if because you're an anime nerd. What if we combined both those things because mm. you don't read like traditional books? Um, like, what if we had a podcast where we can give recs to people based on books mm -hmm. that I read or you read that have like so similar like elements and things like that, but it'll be like traditional book review and then like, oh, here's something in the manga like world that's pretty similar. So like you can like check that out. And that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of where that story just, uh, or that idea just came up for Story Cafe. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that it was a great idea. We went through, like, I think that was, like, two weeks of us, like, joking around about it. And then I just went, yeah, dude, let's do it. Let's, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I know. I kept being like, should we do it? Should we do it? You're like, yeah. And I was like, mm. <laughs> like, I just kept dragging my feet to do it. Like, yeah, let's do it. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I finally did it. So we're here. Got a got a fancyish mic. Um, nice, nice. Chris. But yeah, to get more, a little bit more into it, um, I do have a blog. So like, this is kind of like connected to that blog. Although I gotta say, like, I love this name for this podcast way more than my like impromptu like blog name that I came up with. Uh, but like, still, you know, like. Oh my god, like I'm so impressed that we came up with this. Like we were okay. Like full disclosure, we kept going onto these like random like uh like name generator things, <laughs> trying to like trigger ideas for a podcast. And like some of them are good, but they weren't like great. Like it wasn't like great. They weren't you know? like hitting us. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, like I think like the one that got me, I was like, oh, cafe sounds nice. I was like, that sounds really good. Like, I don't know why, but like like a like a cozy like kind of like little thing because i was like i don't know just reading is like comforting you know yeah like, for the most part and then uh 
So I was just like, oh, but like, that's not the one. That's not the one. And then finally, I just got it. And I was like, oh, my God, what if we call it two for one story cafe? Because it's two books. It's two of us. For two. Yeah. And two of us for the price of one. Let's and go. Like, that was it. And I was like, yes. And you know what? I think I love it more because it's my idea, like our idea versus <laughs> like something a generator like came up with, you know? Yeah, for real. I, I will think that's say like that. Also what like made me love it more. Yeah, I will say that Fantasy Fusion, it's still like uh, it, it's okay, still up Fantasy there for Fusion, me. Yeah. Yeah. Copyright, TM. Thank you. <laughs> we might do something else with that. <laughs> we're just gonna fuse yeah. two fantasy worlds and just like come up with like I really thought you were gonna say fetishes. I don't know why. <laughs> Let's come up with fetishes. <laughs> Hear me Let's out. Fuse them together. Your fetish and foot fetish. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if ear fetish is a thing, but I'm pretty sure it is. Everything I'm fairly is a certain thing. it is. Yeah. Rule 34. Rule 34. Um, so yeah, so that's where the, the name comes from and all that. Um I guess um Oh yeah, like kind of like the schedule that we're like aiming for is two times a month so we'll have one podcast where it's more led by me and i'll you know share a traditional book that i've been reading and then we'll have a couple recs from you at the end um and then we'll like switch off and then the second um post of the month will be from you yeah yeah and then you'll you'll share and go like get into like whatever anime or manga you're reading, and then you'll like. I'll have a couple of like, at the recommend. end. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So that's kind of like what we're uh, we're aiming for right there. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, we'll we'll get more into like what kinds of books and what kind of things that we read, but um, like other ideas that we're kind of having. Uh, we also do like gaming. A decent amount of the time so you know there's also great stories and games i mean you would hope for the most part it, like yeah you know, uh, uh, we'll get into it but far cry it's like it's it's there and it's not there <laughs> like or dying light it's, it's there and it's not there both of them are like really good <laughs> gameplay versus really not good story and yeah yeah and so like we really enjoyed ourselves with uh with the gameplay part of it but when it came Mm -hmm. to the story it was just like wow is this it is is this what my life has come to (laughs) i think the individual missions like were more entertaining i think than the big story almost in a way yeah i I do agree for me no, um, I, I totally agree. But yeah, so gaming, so possibly like we might um stream some games over on Twitch and kind of like share ideas on like what the story is and what's going on while we're playing yeah. it. And just like a kind of like casual like little fun thing, you know? Um yeah. we might also have times where we talk about music instead because we're both like music whores. Like I listen to music like all the time. If I'm able to, like, I'm listening to music. Uh, but, like, for me, especially because I, you know, do a little bit of writing and do reading, 
like sometimes a song it's like oh like it reminds me so much of this character or oh it reminds me of this thing that I'm writing or like whatever you know yeah. so like we might like pick a song and it could, it could be where we pick one song and we both find something that relates to it or we pick like different songs and like share what it reminded us of or whatever you know just kind of like a random like fun little thing I think it's like this podcast is mainly like a mashup of like or mashup of like um different like interests that we have I don't know it's just kind of like a fun easy little thing to do it's it's for us to be us and to also uh help other people because I do know that like a lot of people on the traditional book side i do know that some of them do want to get into anime and they do want to get into manga but they just don't know where to start and so it's more of just like a well if you like this book series which is going to be like you know your <clears throat> end then yeah. you might like this anime right here or you might like this manga right here so that's really what the podcast is about yeah, because, like, I'm one of those people, I'm like, I like, if it's too hard for me to figure out what I might like, and I don't want to, like, take, like, a gamble on it, then I end up just, like, not trying anything. Yeah. So, like, that's that's kind of me with anime. Like, I watched a few, like, before, but I, I never got it, like, super <laughs> into it. I don't know, I just got, I don't know, bogged down with, like, all, like, the things. Yeah, because, um, like, 10 years ago, 20, like, well, I guess 14 now, Jesus Christ, I'm old, um, there would only be, like, maybe 20 anime a season, like, at most 30, but now it's literally, like, 80, 90, 100 a season, so I know that it's, like, it's hard to pick out the gems from the stones especially nowadays so this is yeah. uh this is a good opportunity for people to bridge the gap between the worlds basically yeah or like if you've never even thought about it and you're just like oh like didn't know that was there then like you know might explore that as well yeah oh and then like full disclosure like i'm getting over a cold so if I sound funky, if I'm clearing my throat, if I'm doing something, it's a stupid cold. That is also why I am uh, I'm talking up more because it's I would usually just shut, you know, shut the fuck up and just let her talk. But she can't right now. So. Yeah, like the more or like. The more that I talk in long frequencies the more I fear my uh my throat like starting to dry and more like cough. But I've already we already put off recording for like over a week, basically. I think, yeah, it's been a week. Yeah. So I'm just like, I wanna do it. I wanna do it. Cause I uh I have two jobs and I work with kids, so there's not a whole lot of free time and then during the week I'm just always so drained. So I was like, if I don't get it done on the weekend, then it just doesn't get done. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um uh you want you wanna rest, so you you want me to go? Uh yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh Donda Terra again. Um I have read 
over 300 manga. I have watched over 400 anime. And those are just the ones that I remember. Um, I do keep track of it on my anime list. Um, great website, great app. And um, I, I love anime. I have been watching it hardcore for... How old am I? <laughs> so for like 23 <laughs> <Life>. years. <laughs> so to me, it's like... It's just a way of life, basically, at this point. And so the easiest way that... uh Oh, cool. Sorry, something just popped up. Uh, the easiest way to explain what uh, I'm going to do is just explain me. So I am into uh, three uh, genres of anime. Slice of life, uh, like Hori Mia or the quintessential quintuplets. Two of my favorite anime. I think I, I rated Hori Mia like a nine, but that's because I'm going back and forth in my rating system. But um, how I felt towards the end of it, it was very satisfying. I'm going on a tangent. Um, mm -hmm. Another uh, genre that I like is, uh, is Mecha. So... G Gundam, really bad anime. What? We're Never gonna watch it one day. <laughs> Code Geass. from you, I'm so surprised. It's almost as if I like named myself after it or something. Holy <laughs> shit, younger. for real? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, uh, Gundam, Code Geass, uh, two of my favorite mecha anime. And Code Geass technically... The second half of it is, but the first half of it really isn't a mecha anime. It, hey, you're, we're gonna watch it one day, so you'll see what okay, I'm talking about. Okay, I was about. like, you have me on the fence now. That's like one of the ones that we like. We're gonna try to like watch. Uh, but I'm like, ah, you got me on the fence now. I'm like, is it sci-fi? Is it mecha? It's like it's probably not it, gonna. It is. It is not still, gonna be for me. It is still mecha, but it's. It it is it's not like future sci-fi. It's more like, um, because it is it's, it's yeah, kinda. It's set in like two thousand nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about it off uh off recording. Um, yeah. Um, and then uh, isekai, isekai uh, is a genre where it. It's it's overplayed. I'll admit it. It's overplayed. It's every every season there's this random isekai, or I'm sorry, because uh, some people probably don't know what I'm talking about when I just say a random. Yeah, I was Japanese gonna say word. I have no idea. Like I've just like, uh, cause like I'll, I'll get into it more, but like on the role playing site that I'm on, I'll sometimes see somebody like requesting it, and I'm like. I've kind of like generally like figured out it means like something like not from your world, but I'm always like, okay, but like, what does that, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So basically, isekai is being transported to another world. So either you're being transported to another world or something else, which is just reverse isekai, is coming into the normal world from 
a separate world or something like that. Um, the more the more popular one that just came out was like in another world, but as a vending machine, where the fuck? the yeah okay bro <laughs> the dude is uh, the dude becomes a vending machine and he like from what i know because i haven't watched it yet um he like transports to different worlds and his drinks can give buffs to people so if people like take the drink from him they can like use magic or like oh i was dying of thirst now this magic machine is here you know like it's a compilation of like these small stories which i'm not really about but i i i'm gonna watch it okay yeah. okay but uh that's i was like all i could think what... about is like me cu- cutting me into like banging on the fucking machine all the time <laughs> just <laughs> give me more more drinks <laughs> all right okay um but yeah, uh, those are my like top like favorite uh, anime. I play video games, of course. I mostly play like first person shooters. Like uh, I'm okay in uh, Rainbow Six. I'm I'm getting better at Destiny, which is really really sad. And uh, even though I hated almost every minute of it past a certain point. I actually kind of liked Elden Ring. I was actually playing it uh yesterday. Uh so yeah, I I mostly play like first person shooters. Uh Halo. Uh Halo. You want to talk about Halo? Let's talk about Halo. You want to just change this to the Halo podcast? We're going to talk about no. Halo. That's all we're going to do. Is talk Halo about Halo. And oh no. <laughs> well, since she's gone, let's talk about Halo. <laughs> no. Yeah, like uh, Titanfall 2, just all great games. Rainbow Six, probably not as much. But uh, Titanfall 2, great story. I might re-re-replay it because I I love playing Titanfall 2. I li- li- oh my god. Why don't you the marry it? <laughs> I will. Like, if you give me the chance to, I will marry <laughs> Titanfall 2. <laughs> Oh, that just reminded me. Uh, a story just came out. Uh, you know the dude who got married to some software for a long time. That's why I was I so quiet. I was minister. gonna say you can officiate. Yeah, I would know, but at first I was like, <laughs> I was like, orifice. No, that's not the right word. And then I just kept going, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just ask him. And then it came to me, and then I was like, oh, I got it. Officiate. Officiate. I so. can officiate my own wedding. <laughs> but um. I completely lost what I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, you got me. I don't. I don't know. Wow, you weren't listening. It's fucking insane. I um, was, but I have the attention span of a goldfish. Of a what? <laughs> Just what? <laughs> but um. Oh, uh, I was gonna say. Uh, I was recently uh, just on TikTok and the final scene for Titanfall 2 came up and I I said I cried. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I I do, I know the ending. I know it every time and it just catches me off guard and I start crying. <laughs> like I have never not cried at the <laughs> ending to Titanfall 2. <laughs> like legitimately. 
where it's just like it's garbled and then he just protect the pilot i was like no i'm crying right now like <laughs> oh my god are you okay <laughs> no <laughs> is this what it felt like when i finished uh the grisha trilogy and i kept telling you about the stupid girl in the i was so mad that that scene got to me though because like i kept telling you like i was not enjoying the whole like book like the whole process like throughout yeah. like i was just complaining i was like man i don't like this but i want to see it through because i liked her other series and like blah 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 and i was like fucking hate this book and then that happened and i was like i just can't believe that she's like she's, in the sunlight. she's just playing in the she's playing in the sunlight and then i was like you're like, are you okay? And I was like, he's like, are you crying? And I was like, no, no. And you were crying. I was like, oh my god. And then sometimes, like, like later. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, sometimes I would just see it like a stream of sunlight, and I would start thinking about it, and I was like, oh no, it's coming. Yeah. I was like, I hate that it did that. I was like, I didn't even like the fucking book. <laughs> I uh. I legit, I was, uh, for Christmas, I was going to buy myself a BT figure, but uh, BT is the <laughs> robot in uh, Titanfall. Um, mm-hmm. All I was thinking was Bluetooth at that point, but thank you. <laughs> I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna buy me a uh, BT figure, but, uh, I knew that if I did, I was gonna cry. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts. I knew that every time I looked at it, I was going to cry. So I didn't. I, I, <laughs> I turned away from it. Okay, buddy. But, uh, it's okay. But uh, yeah, we all have that's, Achilles. Achilles I mean, and that's that's mine. The whole that, Achilles is all weak. Hey, when I play it and you watch it, hundred percent. Tell me you will, you won't cry, or you, that you didn't cry. I will not. I, I guarantee you. But I will um, not. But your turn. Alrighty, so. <clears throat> I like have downed most of my tea, so we'll see how this goes. Um, but yeah, I started blogging in a, like around like 2017, I think it was around that time. Um, mostly because I was going to school, I was like in college, so I was like trying to figure out a way to like de stress because all I was doing was like work, and I was just like, I just need to do something fun. Like, I don't do anything like aside from gaming, but like, you know, I like wanted something else besides that. I was like, you know, I'm going to get back in touch. Like, I used to, like, read a little bit. So I was like, let's try reading. And, you know, that's kind of just where that started. Um, yeah. And then uh, also, like, being in school, like, I just, you know, did a bunch of stuff there, too. So, like, I took a creative writing class. But um, what I mostly studied was, like, psychology, sociology, like, that kind of stuff. And I think, like, that's mainly what influences, like, my perspective when I look at books. I'm always looking to see, like, did the authors create, like, realistic characters? Are they, like, do they have, like, connections to other people? Do they have, like, emotions, like, that they're actually, like, showing and not, like, just telling and things like that? So this kind of, like, how I always look at it. So I think I just, most people just focus on the plot. But for me, it's, like, a little bit, like, more than that. Because there's always that, like, saying that if you're, uh, if you can, like, take your characters and like put them in any like plot and it's still just gonna play out the same way then like you know it's it, it you're not doing yeah. like a very great job like your character should ma- like be the center part of the yeah. story i'm like, here to care about the character yeah 
Um, so like other stuff that I do like as well, like um, I think we mentioned uh, do gaming, um, obviously like reading, um, kind of like a true crime like person. Murder, um, gotcha, gotcha. Hey, I'm gonna be prepared if I face serial killer. Probably not. Like honestly, probably. If you not. face one or but become one, I'm gonna have some ideas. To I face one. or become one. Either way, <laughs> either way, I'll be prepared. Um, I also mentioned like role playing, so. Like, I do, like, my own, like, solo writing sometimes, but then I also do role-playing where um, I'll go on a site and I write, like, write with someone so I have, like, different writing partners and things like that. I just think it's really fun not knowing what's coming and, like, seeing other people's ideas and things like that. <clears throat> like, play um, out. Yeah. And, um, like, for the blogging and, like, reading side, which is mainly why we're here, because it's a bookish podcast. Um, I mostly read young adult, but I have been reading a little bit more adult as time goes by. I don't know what it is about young adult, but I just, like, I find it really, like, comfortable. Yeah, makes sense. Little break yeah, from my a... voice there. Need some more tea. Oh, I got you. Let me talk a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, the, that's kind of why I like uh, Slice of Life anime, because it's, like, I use anime for, like, escapism, and so if I see, like, two teenagers, like, fall in love, it's, like, an escape from the harsh reality that I live in. I am not okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline. 241 Story Cafe. We are not okay. I am not okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but genres, I think, like, I'm a little bit more, uh... Like what did you say? Like, like, like I like a few more genres, and like you, like you have your like three specific ones that you're like really into, and like I have my two ones that I'm mainly into, but you can really like honestly throw them into so many other things, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and I always find myself finding like mixed genres, like um, so like my two big ones are fantasy and romance. Um, but I always like to say my romance has to go with something. I tend to be very like. I I really want to dive into adult romance. Um, but it's okay, mostly I, I was trying like to figure out how sex. to say this, but like, yeah, okay. So like flat out, like, like I'm just putting it out there on the table. Uh, I write so many sex scenes when I'm doing role playing because it's just part of the adult writing community. Like a lot of people want it in there or either that or it's like the main reason why they're going it's like adult cybering but not you know um like they they want to write it yeah but i'm always like i get bored very quickly with it if that's all that they're there for and like i like i'm very picky with like the writers like i make sure that they're not the people who just do like porn plots because I just I can't do it. I'm like I get so bored if it becomes sex scene after sex scene, and so like I feel like a lot of adult romance just does that, and so I'm like okay, but like I really want to make sure that you guys actually have like well-rounded characters in your stories and like yeah. actual conflict and like a plot going on here. Like if all you're gonna do is shock me with like the sex factor. 
then I'm like I'm gonna sit there at the end of the book and be like okay like so what like two stars two three <laughs> stars maybe like me giving you three stars because like if you manage to get me entertained while I'm reading like cool you did it I'll yeah. I'll admit that but <clears throat> but yeah that's kind of how I feel so I'm like I don't know very like slow to dive into that genre I always yeah. want it with something else um, but no, I also I like mean. a good mystery thriller because you know true crime, um, horror, like uh, some historical, dystopian. Like I'll even like do like contemporary, like you know, just kind of like you said, like a slice of life kind of thing, maybe. Yeah. Um, and one that I haven't been exploring as much, but I've I've like started to, is uh like poetry. Oh, yeah. So that one kind of just started with Ellen Hopkins, and that's like the that one big like teenage series that I was telling you about that she wrote it about her daughter's struggle with uh drug abuse. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Although I think that I've heard that she's kind of problematic sometimes. Uh, uh-huh. I think she had one series where it's about somebody who was like lgbtq like i don't know what they were but they were something on the spectrum and she like described them with like unfavorable terms kind of thing or like outdated terms uh yeah i don't i don't i don't know exactly what happened with that but i'm like oh okay well i'll you know i'll i'll figure it out when i get to it like you know yeah um but yeah there's that one and then uh one that I've been like semi reading recently that I haven't gotten back into, but uh, I think it was my my father, my mother's eyes, my father's rage, something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I was like, I'm 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 like opening up my Goodreads right now to like double check. Yeah, my father's eyes, my uh, my mother's rage is what it is. Oh, okay. <clears throat> that one's like really good. But it hits so deep in the feels. Like, I remember I was trying to read it at work. Like you said, like, I don't, like, I actually don't get, like, that sad when I read even, like, sad things in books. Like, I'll feel sad, but it's not, like, crying point sad. And, like, that one, I started, like, tearing up and I was like, oh, no, we can't do this one. mm -mm. I was like, we got to read something else. We got to read something else today. Not today. (laughs) Because I was on my break. I was like, imagine me bawling my eyes out. And then kids walk in. I was like, no, we're not, we're not doing that one. Right. Um, but yeah, and then like some, uh, some kind of like favorite series and authors, like I'll kind of just go through some of them because they're just like so big and popular. I don't feel like I need to like explain too much. And then others like I'll highlight because I think they're not like they deserve a little bit more of a highlight. They're not as big, but, uh, hold on, tea break. Well, well, you, um, uh... Oh, okay. No, I'm good. Okay. Um, but Rachel Kane, she passed away, like, I think it's, like, a few years ago now. But she is, okay. like, one of those really, like, first authors that pulled me back into reading. Um, she, like, really got me with, like, the Morganville Vampire series, because it was, like, this 15-book-long series. And it was just, like, such an amazing, like, ride. I got so into, like, the world and everything. I was so glad that it was long because I didn't want it to end. 
like picture something like like the mortal instruments but like the books just go on like you get to spend so much more time with them yeah it's kind of like that feeling to it which doesn't really happen that often I i feel like most series like the longest that they are really are like seven books long like yeah. magic seven but yeah so that one was really great um holly black obviously cassandra claire Ooh, laney taylor another one of my huge like favorite authors and i'm always so sad that she doesn't put out as many books like i'm i haven't really like looked into why she doesn't like get more out but i'm constantly like on the lookout i'm like anybody says anything was like in anything in the works i'm like i want to know yeah she wrote the um daughter of swing and bone and strange the dreamer and i just like i i feel like it's such like honestly bullshit that she's not bigger than like some of these other authors because she has like these such great plot twists in her books that like will just leave me reeling I remember I've like been reading while like I'm like I'm on the phone with you and stuff like that or I'll like call you up to tell you these things and I'm just like yeah I need a minute like I need a break <laughs> I was like holy shit that just this just happened I was like oh my god like Daughter of Smoke and Bone was that series and I'm like I'm so like excited to see what else she does because uh in her Strange the Dreamer series like it, in Daughter and Smoke and Bone there's like this idea that there's all these other universes and like worlds and stuff like that and then in strange the dreamer we get to see like a hint of that like where they i think actually see like somebody or like a hint of what's going on in the world of daughter and spoken bone so it's kind of like connected and i was like oh my god that's so fucking cool and i was like i wonder if it'll like if she has like another series planned and it'll like be more if they ever like interact or anything like that yeah. so <clears throat> that's like one of those things um kirsten white like i really really love her stuff even though like sometimes i'm like it, it's not as great as i want it to be in a way but you, you in the moment up. i'm so entertained mm-hmm yeah, to uh, faster because we're getting the, into like... dangerous territory. I'm out of like tea. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, Marissa Meyer. That's uh, her big thing is the Lunar Chronicle series, but I actually didn't like that one that much. Uh, I think it's because I'm, I don't know, like sci-fi just doesn't get me. But this no, is where uh, it. yeah, but. She does retellings, and the retelling that I got super into was her Rumpelstiltskin one from her series Gilded. Although, uh, <laughs> and I'm always going to mention this when this thing comes up. I can never <laughs> think of this series and not think of this moment when you ruined the fucking book for me. Like, every time I think of this book, I'm like, it's so amazing. But then there's that little memory in the background. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> All right, go ahead. This is this is your moment, so I'm going to let you talk about it. Okay, so she's telling me about the book, and like, um, the like one of the main characters is like a ghost who has no memory, and so <laughs> there, there, he, the whole thing was like, oh, what's my name? Oh, what's the name? 
And so she was telling me about it, and I just go, it's Rumpelstiltskin. It's a Rumpelstiltskin retelling. The name is going to be Rumpelstiltskin. And so she got mad. She's like, it better not be Rumpelstiltskin because the two main characters were having a romance. And so... <laughs> and I was just like, okay, seriously, I was like, I cannot picture somebody moaning the name Rumpelstiltskin like, in any form or fashion. And I was like, it's totally not sexy, so it can't be Rumpelstiltskin because I will lose my goddamn mind. <clears throat> Rumple. <laughs> That's the joke you made that day. And I was so mad. Because every time they were having romance interactions, that's all I could think about. <laughs> so mad. Take this rumple foreskin. Oh my god. I did not think you could make this anywhere. You need to stop right now. I'm moving on. Not. We also have <laughs> Sabbath to here. So like um her uh Ember in the Ashes, like that was really good. Um Victoria Schwab. Um Ooh, Catherine McGee. Okay. I mm -hmm. have never been able to get into like white drama shows and things like that. Hill. Like it's just not for me. But this is the closest I've ever gotten because <laughs> reading her thousandth floor series was like watching a white TV show, like one of those white drama shows and being so fucking enraptured. I I was like waiting. It's like me waiting for the next episode. I was like, I could not. I think I binged the whole the first book in like a few hours and the whole time I was like, oh my god, what's gonna fucking happen? Like, each chapter that came up, I was like, oh my god, I can't. Like, because it, like, <clears throat> the first part of the book is, like, the prologue, or, well, this is technically not a prologue, but it, like, flashes forward to the death of a character, so you don't know who's gonna die. Like, it tells you who. And then, like, you flash to the beginning of the story. And then it, like, keeps going, like, little by little. And so I'm like, oh, my God. What's going to happen? Who does it? Like, you know, like, just trying to piece it all together. It was very, very good. <clears throat> and then Mary Lou, she's really good. Totally love it. I, like, kind of slept on that author, honestly. I didn't start reading her until, like, the last couple years. She got really great stuff out. Jay Kristoff, another one I slept on. Empire of the Vampire, fucking awesome. Margaret Rogerson, love her, like, love her books. Uh, Sorcery Th Thorns is, like, her really big one. But I totally loved An Enchantment of Ravens, and that's the one that people like the least. Like, that's the one that she, like, debuted with. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it's fucking bullshit because everybody kept comparing it to Sarah J. Mass, And I was like, it's not the fucking same. It's really fucking not. <laughs> I could go on a whole fucking episode tangent about this whole fucking fucking debacle. And I probably hey, will at one, one point. Will, probably yeah. gonna make a whole episode about it. Um <clears throat> Victoria Aviard, her first series I uh Red Queen. I'm so fucking behind. Like that's so fucking uh backlist, but it was so good. And I just have like I think I have to read her like the late, like, last one that, like, came out. I think it's, like, Broken Throne or something. I don't fucking remember. 
I think that's all I have left. Um, Jennifer L. Armentrout, she's got, like, great... Like, they always feel kind of cheesy. Like, the dialogue in their characters feel kind of cheesy. But, like, oh, like I, I don't know. Like, I get so sucked up into it. Like, it's so great. I love it. <laughs> Melissa Mar. That's all that really matters. Carrie Maniscalco. Right? That's all that really matters. Carrie Maniscalco, um, which I have to finish her Kingdom of the Wicked series. Daniel L. Jensen. Kristen Simmons. That's the one that has... um. Vale Hall, the one with the, it was like the school for con artists, and there's this whole like mystery oh, yeah. about like some of that. That one's like really, really good. Uh, Melissa Albert with the Hazelwood, that was that one's really cool. So that one's about um, like uh, trying to like explain it without like spoiling things, but basically, she. Like, the main characters, like, grandmother, like, wrote this book that was, like, really obscure and, like, horror and, like, had, like, a little, like, cult following and things like that. And she ends up, like, getting followed by what she figures out are, like, creatures from the story. And she's like, how the fuck is that possible? Oh, my God. That one was really, really good. And then, ironically, like semi recently like in the last i don't know like what is it like year year and a half i got an arc for a different book called malice house by megan shepherd and her series is actually really like similar kind of a premise to that and that one was really enjoyable as well but like like in like similar but not similar enough like they have a really similar premise but the i feel like they played out different ways yeah and I have to read her second book because that one's, I think it came out already, but I have the arc. Um, uh, where was I? Oh, Sarah J. Mass, of course. I had to put her on that oh, yeah, list. True. I am like way behind. Well, not way behind. I guess I would say I'm on Crescent City. Uh, For Crescent City, I have like book two and then book three, which is dropping this month. Uh, to read, and then I have her uh, Agatar series. I haven't read anything from like Nesta's arc because I don't fucking like Nesta. I mean, like maybe she'll change my mind, but she really pissed me off for a while there. So I'm just putting that out there. Makes sense. Uh, Christina Henry. Oh, I know. I could go on about Nesta for a whole fucking podcast too. Uh, Christina Henry. She's the one who does the the horror retellings um those are really fucking great and it's like again she's like one of those authors where like when i stop sometimes i'm like oh like it's not it wasn't that great she like left these like gaps at the end or something or it went kind of slow or like i wanted to know more at the end but i think that's kind of like what makes what technically makes the story enjoyable it's like you don't know what happens like after um Sorry, that was my. I don't know if that picked up, but my phone was going off because I had a it did a little a bit work notification thing. <clears throat> but um, yeah, like um, like the girl in red, which was her Red Riding Hood kind of one. Uh, I think that one had like the dystopian kind of storyline. Like, I don't want to like spoil stuff, 
but at like at the end you didn't really know like what happened to the character and like the facility yeah. and like all that stuff and i was just like it's just like i was like damn like i really wanted to know more like that's the only reason i rated it a little bit lower is i'm like i really wanted to know like what happened like i want the complete story but i think uh, that's also kind of what makes that genre is like being open-ended I'm like, but as a reader, like, I always want to know more. Like, I'm su- such a curious person. So I'm like, maybe I'm being unfair to them. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Suzanne Collins with The Hunger Games. And I'm just like, I'm just going to say, I'm like, why the fuck has she- hasn't she written anything not in that fucking world? And she only has like a few books. But I'm like, they're really good. And I know some people like really like dislike Hunger Games. And I feel like if you dislike Hunger Games, you weren't looking at it for the right reasons like you know like it's such a deep book when you really think about it but there's all these people that are just like oh i want like the entertainment factor and i'm like that's exactly (laughs) that's exactly kind of like the fucking problem that she's like pointing out with like everything else you know yeah um but yeah i really i really like books that kind of have like a deeper meaning to it not like all the time Again, because, like, you know, I read for, like, fun and to, like, escape and stuff. But, like, once in a while, I'm just, like, it's really nice to, like, see an author that, like, addresses real-life issues in a way. In, like, a in like a fun fantasy-like way. So there's that. Yeah. Um, Kelly Armstrong. Oh, my God. I, like, I don't even remember how I got the first... Like what? What made me look at the first arc I got from her on Netgalley? But ever since then, I have been like the huge fucking fan. I think the first one that I read was her one about, um, the school shooting one. Remember, I kept telling you I was like, that's like one of those kinds of books where it has like those big like psychological factors. Like I'm like, there's so many elements to it and she did such a great job of covering like those characters like what they would be going through what they're feeling like the complexity of it like oh my god beautiful fucking like yeah. chef's kiss you know um that one's really good because it was the i think the female main character her brother was a school shooter and he died like you know at the end of it like during the incident and then Spoiler. her best her best friend his brother got shot by her brother and so like is this whole thing because they, like they drifted apart for a while she had to move, like move away or he had to move away i don't know how it played out but like you know it's been like a long while since i read it but either way like they like one of them moved away because obviously like nobody wanted to be around them and it's, then they come back and it's like years later like how they're dealing with it it was like a really, really great story. Um, yeah, that's like a good read. And like I, yeah, fucking bad. That in the Rockton series, I have told you about every fucking Rockton book. They're so good. It was like the mystery thriller, thriller like adult yeah. drama book that she has, like so good. And then I finished, and she finished that one actually. And I think I told you that now she has like a follow up series where like the characters move and they start their own town like mini spoiler there but like whatever you know um yeah yeah, like they move and they they're trying to start their own town and like all the like what you got like the hurdles of like going through that but yeah yeah. and then i also started her rip through time um 
series where the girl gets stuck in a different time period. The body of a maid. And she solves crimes and it's awesome. Hell yeah. And then I guess just like some little mentions. Because I, I did say that I read like and watched like a little bit of manga. Oh my god, what is it? Manga and anime. I had a cough drop in my mouth and I tried to say way too no, much at fine. the same time. Um, Manga and anime. So um, I guess just like a few of the ones that I've like seen like Oran Host Club. Uh, Tokyo Mew Mew, because I, I don't know, there's just something about the magical girl like genre that I just really enjoy. Sailor Moon, like which really I only cutesy. recently started. It is, it's really cutesy. And I'm like, it's just like some wholesome stuff in there, because like my big one is Cardcaptor Sakura. And I just yep. love all the like warm little messages in it. It's just so beautiful. It's like wonderful. Um, and then like I was saying uh, a second ago, Sailor Moon, which I recently started exploring because. Like I said, card capture was like my main thing, like growing up. So I didn't actually watch watch Sailor Moon. Like I remember vaguely that I know that I watched some of it, but do I remember any of it? Any of it? Like no, I absolutely don't. So yeah, it's basically like my first experience actually, like reading and knowing about Sailor Moon like myself. And so I got like all the books and stuff, and I bought all the anime. And I'm, like, planning to, like, read it all first before I watch it. So that might actually be, like, a podcast, like, in the future. Because, I don't okay. know, it's just kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, And then kind of tied to that, uh, Subasa Reservoir Chronicle. Because it also has characters from uh, Cardcaptor. Even though they're, like, different. It's, like, a different storyline, universe, whatever. Yeah. Um, And Vampire Night as well. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of like all that I had in there. What uh, what kind of games do you like playing? Oh, you're right. And get into my games. Um, I guess my two big ones that I would say, well, three would be uh like farming games, like cozy little farming games, mm-hmm. or like really big ones. Um, and then like RPGs. Are the other ones because I, yeah, I want to do more than farm. I also have a violent streak and I need to let it out somehow. So there is mm. that, and yeah, then uh, to sandwich it, uh, also warm, cozy, like little dating sims, like too. Yeah, I just like, like I said, I don't really care for like sex. So like honestly, like I will dive into the fucking hentai tab in Steam Let's and look go. for stuff. I will, like, not be ashamed to say it. Uh, Yeah, so I'll just, like, dive in there. But I'm always, like, checking the reviews because I'm really trying to figure, like, find, like, Like the good one. Yes. I'm, like, I always have to look. I have to, like, find. If if it doesn't, like, show it, like, in a good way or whatever, I have to go figure it out myself. I'm always, like, looking up YouTube videos, uh, like, looking through the comments, digging through the internet. I'm, like, does it have choices? Because that's my big thing. I always want to have, like, influence over where the story yeah. goes or, like, stuff like that. Like, that's, like, that's what makes it fun for me. Would that be considered, like, adult uh, otome? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Basically the otome genre. But it's, like, weird because there can be otome games that don't get tagged as otome in Steam. So I'm like, 
or they'll be tagged as a tome and then it's like not exactly yeah so that's why i always have to do so much research into it because they get mixed up all the time and it makes it kind of hard like uh what was it uh what was it the other day magical pussy (laughs) no it's just magic pussy oh okay yeah just magic pussy i'm putting out there it was out (laughs) there uh my final recommendation on that one is probably don't get it if you like really want to have something with an actual story to it which surprising when it's called magic pussy but uh yeah no (laughs) i mean college kings is an example of a really good one i feel like college kings like is funny it has the romance it has like the straight up sex scenes but it also has like those like more sensitive moments with the girls which i really enjoy yeah. like i feel like it has a good balance of all of them yeah you can fuck so many girls and we still haven't finished playing i we don't know if we're actually finished. gonna get close we've been trying so hard to be loyal loyal to chloe for a uh, first playthrough what do we uh it was like some it's really between up... yeah sorry continue Okay, I was like, yeah, some girl came up and we were like, oh, nope, Chloe's out of here. <laughs> yeah, she was like practically throwing her- herself. Oh, I think it was Penelope when you meet her. And she just comes yeah. up to you on the sidewalk. Yeah. We're like, be gone, thought. We belong to Chloe. But then, but then like, my something heart's happens torn because like, yeah. it's really hard because it's between Chloe and Riley. Those are like the two big like storylines I wanted to explore. So whenever a chance with Riley comes up, it's really hard to walk away. <laughs> for but, now. Uh, right? For now. Like, we could... Well, we can't stream that one. But we could talk about that one after we <laughs> play it in chapters. Um, But, yeah, that's... uh, That's our first podcast right there. Oh, yeah. So, uh... Next week will be my turn. I will be talking about Code Geass because I love Code Geass. I I legitimately um before last year did I watch it last year? I didn't. Before twenty twenty three, I watched it once a year. Legitimately, I watched it once a year. Yeah, that's like. That's like me and Cardcaptor, because I will reread the whole entire series every year. But yeah, and then and then Dude. now that I have the, the anime, now I can watch it. Whenever you want. Yeah. Whenever I, uh, I want. Let's see. Nine ten. I, I. This is how long I've been watching it. Remember on YouTube they used to have like. Uh, clip one of three of episode eight of this anime. Yeah, yeah, that's how long I've been watching Code Geass. They were doing that <laughs> for Code Geass, like early, like before, like copyright. Uh, YouTube came through, like, and then like when they would like put the border on it and then like make it smaller and distort the sound, so <laughs> YouTube's like algorithm couldn't catch the uh the copyright but uh yeah yeah uh 
you will watch a couple episodes, see if you like it, which it is a very yeah. good story. Like, don't focus on the magic part too much or the mech part too much. Just focus on what Lelouch is doing. And to give just a little bit of a preview, uh, basically, the uh, prince of a country called Brit or an empire called Britannia. Um, this is said no. Sorry, I'm going all over the place. I'm very bad at telling stories. This is probably not a good podcast mm -hmm. for me to be on. <laughs> but, um, You're fired. Uh, basically, Brought this is said. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this is uh this is basically said in a world where America didn't win the American Revolution, so Britain took over. And so uh Britannia uh is the empire's name. They slowly invade to uh Japan and um, when they do, the crown prince of Britannia is actually living with the prime minister's son of Japan, uh, Suzaku and Lelouch. Um, so they be, they have a very tight, like, friendship, but then Japan falls and Britannia takes it over and annex it and they call it Area 11 because it, like, demoralizes, um, 11s. Uh, mm -hmm. to to be racist, <laughs> but um, it now cuts to uh years in the future. Uh, Lelouch is now seventeen, I believe, sixteen or seventeen, and he's living in Area Eleven. He's going to a uh Britannian uh academy where he basically works to live there. He like lives in the little like not outhouse but like the multi-purpose uh room that's uh on campus him and his little sister nunnally who is paralyzed due to an incident and so he's like taking care of her and uh something happens where he gains a power and he's going to use that power to take revenge on britannia because his mm. father abandoned him. Yeah. Okay, so, I can already, already see a parallel to a book. So, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, or like I'm, similar elements. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, you're going to watch a couple episodes. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm then, talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I think I already know. I just don't know the title, but I think I know which one mm -hmm. you're talking about. But, uh, yeah. So, that has been 241 Story Cafe. Um, we don't have an intro. This is our first time, so everything here is gonna be random. Yeah, for real. Like you, you did you just hear the story I gave? Holy shit, was it all over the place? It it's not. It wasn't like a timeline. That was like a spider line because there's just so many branches. <laughs> to be honest, most of our conversations were like. That is exactly <laughs> how I talk. Because we'll be so, so animated, we're like, oh my god. And then I'll be like, where did I last update you? Because now I have to jump back. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. Dude, I, I love Code Geass. I'll I'll talk about Code Geass for a whole episode, even. <laughs> and the you joke will. Is that's the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> the joke is that's literally the next episode. 
find out what I'm doing uh, next Thursday. Let's go. But uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us. We love you, Donda. Celeste. And Celeste. Oh. Out. No. Let's go. Okay.